Comfortable Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform while hopefully talking about Digimon. Reversing it this time because we have a lot to go over and it will be interesting to see how we fit everything in. I'm Mark. I run with the will. And I'm Mayor Palver of Digimon System Restore. May's not quite here yet. At the moment, we're still planning to talk about the stage play regardless, since it's starting to get a little bit late stage play-wise. We it, was becoming an, it was becoming a nice running gag if yes. it was held up another episode because, uh, because of uh, May not being uh, able to make it. It'd be funny. Yeah. Well, the first time it was um, that you just weren't available. We knew that, so we weren't mm-hmm. going to do it, even though we had said we were going to. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next one, May was unavailable because she's moving. Mm-hmm. And then finally it's like, we're all able to do it. So I've just been randomly rambling about the stage play on Twitter. I feel I feel like this time we realistically have to do it. Yeah, probably. I yeah. watched it again last night. So did I. It, I watched it in double speed, but it still counts. <laughs> nah, I, I watched. I sat on the couch and watched the full thing. Uh, we expect May will be here. I so, watched the full. I watched the full thing in in normal time when I did my uh, system restore post, which is primarily what I'm going to be going off of when we discuss it anyway. Uh, so you're cheating and you have your own notes. I do. Cheat. It's called prep work. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Okay. So it's not actually you notes; know, it's, it's an actual blog post. So yes. it's, it, it's public. You can read. You can read all my thoughts on the stage play. You could have for it's a month. Cheating. Now. It's cheating. Cheating, cheating, cheating. Shall we move on to the news? I suppose. Boo. So first up, uh, Studio One Pock is closing, and. They seem to see do... why you boo me. This is bad news. This see, is sad. See, they seem to do the heavy lifting for roughly yeah. half the anime industry. This so... is why I'm disappointed to be going to the news because we have to. Yeah. We have to bring this. Um, up. but yes, they do the heavy lifting for a good chunk of the anime industry, and I knew what the first response was going to be, and it was exactly what I expected, which is, what does this mean for Try? It means mm-hmm. almost nothing. Um. If you combine all that they've done for Tri Total, it equals less than they've done for single episodes of Cross Wars, for example. Tri's got to be close to finished anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, just as an example of how many cuts an episode has of stuff, they've done over 150 cuts for an episode of Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. And they've done less than 60 cuts for all of Tri. So we're not really expecting, even if they are working on part six, for it to be a huge issue. Yeah. Um, this is more of a, oh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens for, uh, especially weekly shows for the next few weeks. Yeah, this this only has, this doesn't really have any major impact on Digimon no. currently. It's more a, oh, they did stuff for us. Yes. Cry. <laughs> and Atmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not really much to say here. It's just sad, and uh, they had a lot of key animators. So either a lot of studios are going to go on um, hiring sprees, or we're going to see a lot of things crash and burn potentially. Yeah. Um, and moving on from that to better news, Adventure is going to be airing in Japan again on the Toei Channel. With the most hilariously weird schedule possible. So, 
ignoring the preview of episode one they're going to do on Sunday, every mm-hmm. Monday at 7 p.m., they're going to air two episodes of Adventure. The next Monday, they're going to air those same two episodes at 8 a.m. Then later, that Friday, the same two episodes at 8 a.m. <laughs> so it's three chances for someone to watch them all. Either it's record- very it's it's very network like scheduling. Yes, like if you miss it, you get a chance the uh, some other time that's not prime time. Yes, so it's very nice. It doesn't affect anyone listening to this show in the least. I expect. No, but it's still neat, and although it does feel like it's sort of um, taking the piss out of Tamers a bit. Because it feels like everything's been really hardcore tamers for the last few weeks. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we're going to air adventure starting right before the tamers box comes out. Yeah. Is Um, the, uh, the, their, their, um, re-airing of the first half of tamers, that's done, isn't it? Uh, they're streaming it. I don't know if it's done yet, but it was close. Um, it's somewhere around there and they haven't, and they're only doing the first half. Wink, yeah. which which I believe we said on the last episode. Also. Yeah, we were. It was like they were only vaguely pretending they weren't going to do more. Oh, it's, right. it's it's weird. It's two months before the box comes out. What will happen a month from now? Oh no. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving on. Uh, the staff Q and A live stream happened, and it was as fun as we hoped it would be. Um, yeah. Lots of great info. We got. At, the best part was Kakudo just bring like this whole like not the props a book, were good but like he brought like this whole folder of just random adventure paperwork from 20 years ago yeah and like he's pulling out stuff showing old logos a map of File Island printouts from um fortune telling program fortune telling um computer programs that they used it was, uh, I believe it was producer Seki Hiromi who told them to use fortune-telling stuff to figure out the names, so he was showing the ones for Joe. As a writer, I appreciate this a lot. Yeah. Like, they're using the same stuff that we do to pick character names. Or, like, him pointing out that they originally wrote Palmon as male. Mm-hmm. That, that's interesting. Um, and then just lots of random commentary from, like, um, Kenji Watanabe saying, a lot of things just aren't explained and it's left to the imagination and then it's sort of like a shrug um, or Volcano Oda and Watanabe commenting they wanted the Digimon to stay evolved and actually oh, I, yeah. and I, yeah. I believe in the past Kakudo said that he had to kind of argue for them mm-hmm. to devolve because what's he supposed Going to do down, yeah. because what's he supposed to do with a Greymon once it's there right like logically it makes sense to have them evolve and stay there but you, there's nothing to do with it when it's there because you just have a giant T-Rex yeah. then yeah it's, it, you get everybody up to up to adult and perfect level and it's going to be a really rough trip yeah that submarine episode is uh, that's going to be very difficult or the when they're all stuck in the Waymon <laughs> that's going to be really difficult if they're all perfect but like I just love though how he's pulling out stuff that you can't believe he actually kept yeah and, you know, or um, they're joking about um, how Kakudo and Kanaka are talking on Twitter and it's ca- causing problems in the, in the sense that, that people are, like, just watching them talk on Twitter. Yeah. 
Um, and, like, I remember when they cut off from part one and part two didn't start yet, and they're showing a trailer for Hacker's Memory, and it pulls up and Kanaka's sitting there, and I just started fucking laughing. He's sitting indoors with sunglasses, his hair is all silver, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a terrier man sitting on the table. <laughs> um, um, Oda and Watanabe were gone, and then randomly through the interview, Oda just starts appearing in the background. Yeah. Um, and we start getting all kinds of weird insights from both of them into just mm-hmm. the, like, uh, they're, like, they talked about AI for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And oddly, Kanaka brought up the Digi-Gnomes and D-Reaper weren't AI. He brought up Impmon didn't right. want to evolve. All kinds of weird mm-hmm. stuff. And then, yeah. pe- and then people started arguing over what Kakado said. <laughs> where he's like if he's like if the human dies the digimon dies too and he goes like and that's why we never saw peepimon again yeah and that's, uh, and that, that's kind of the bombshell from this if we're well, taking away anything but there's well, a lot of just fun little head cannons i guess well no but the funny the but the it. funny thing to me is is then people are trying to argue whether it's ken or not it's like yeah. We don't see him again after it doesn't mean he's dead in the show it means that's what right. the director intended yeah, and this is a this is something that's been sort of bandied about for a while. Yeah. It's it's just interesting to get uh, Kakudo's take on it. Yeah, but it's just funny because, and then they just kept going on about great, fantastic stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like, and like, well, he even brings up something that um, Try's gone over, but his view on it is sort of different in Try. It's been that if a Digimon dies in the human world, the Digimon's dead. Right. Like, that's part of the plot of Try. Mm-hmm. Kakudo's opinion is, is, who knows what happens? <laughs> yeah. And Oda was still kind of hopping around in the background, and... <laughs> um, oh, and they... Uh, Kanaki even joked about um, that, where he's in the background of a scene in Tamers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then they brought everyone back out. You know, th- it was very, it was a very fun event, but it was also very strange. Cause like, I guess I expected them to just be sitting like around a nice table. It's just a very tiny table. Yeah, it's just a, they're just having some coffee up at uh, yeah. up at K Cafe talking about their work. But like, even the even like the last shot. Or one of one of the last shots, which is the one we have on the title card, it's Oda like hiding in the background, <laughs> where like you can see him in his hat, but he's kind of hiding. It's very weird, and uh, we have to thank Onke for translating stuff as it was happening while she was half asleep. Yeah, I think she went back and translated some other stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be adding later. More, I but... I haven't had a chance to well, read all I, the I stuff. I believe on Twitter she was saying that she has a full recording and she was going to go through everything or most of yeah. it. Yeah, and I she, feel she's I feel gone through more, but I haven't had a chance. To I look feel at that. I feel very bad for her saying that she was going to go through more because now I can guess that there's just a hundred people watching her Twitter constantly. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and there's lots of little bits of news from that that show up in the rest of the news. So let's move mm-hmm. on to the first one. Um, we not only got various previews of the Tamers box, they held up bits of the box at the Q&A. And 
I, I still think it just it just looks like a really nice bo um, set. I mean, the cover looks nice, the inner boxes look nice, and we have a nice shot of the second box, which we had the photo from V-Jump last time. Mm -hmm. And it's still very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling we'll have more to say about this as it gets closer to coming out, though. Yeah. Then next up, the second modern D1 ended, and the winner was Hideyoshi, who had an Alphamon and a Rust Tyrannomon. Mm -hmm. I don't think we have much more to say than that, do we? Congratulations. Wait. Yeah. A nice soft clap. Yeah. Moving on from that, we got some very interesting updates for the Pendulum. So first up, they um, went ahead and announced how Copymon works, and it's roughly how everyone guessed. But more interesting was the Digimon they announced for... They teased that they were going to add a stack of new Digimon to the Zero. Mm -hmm. And they did. So first up was Seraphimon and Othanimon, who was kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. And Othanimon sprites kind of... Yes. It looks like Anjuamon, but they kind of changed the wings. Yeah. Um, like, couldn't they at least give, like, a single pixel spear or something? Right. Uh, then we have Dukemon, who we already know. Mm -hmm. Then we have Bushi Agumon, who people seem very excited for. Forgot about Bushi Agumon. Yeah. Um, this I love the sprite form. It because it's yeah. So... <laughs> that's the that's the sprite. Yeah, and then the big surprise, Arrestor German, who hey. I it didn't even occur to me that he might show up. To be honest. Maybe too many people have been starting to ask for him in Hacker's yeah. memory that they put him in the... Now, <laughs> now the important part, though, will it have Gumdramon? Ooh. I demand Gumdramon. Mm. Um, and they announced that next week they'll be showing the new Nightmare Warriors. I, I don't know what my favorite part of these are yet. I think it's just how, like... The choices are not all the obvious ones, which is nice. Yeah. And we'll move on from that to... We we sort of went over this last show, but we actually have images that don't look like crap now. Of more of the Battle Spirits 1.5 cards. Yeah. We don't really have much to say here. It was just we wanted to show the nice cards. Yeah, just gawk at, the, yes. gawk at the artwork, really. Yes. Gawk at the artwork for a few moments, everyone. And then we'll move on, because we already discussed this last time. It's just last time we were using photographs of V-Jump. Mm -hmm. I think that's about enough time, don't you? Yeah, probably. And we have more rearized details. So, first up, we have proper photos of the male and female characters who we still don't have proper names for, minus that it appears the guy is named... Takumi, or potentially Hiromi. Yeah, Takumi's would be strange. Um, yeah, we already have like two of them, don't we? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the teaser trailer, which really doesn't have much of anything. No, it has you getting smacked by a Karamon. But... Yes, there, there's a Karamon who's outlined in yellow with glowy yellow eyes, which 
we don't know if we don't know if that's a teaser or just them showing the model. And then we have the little dude who at first everyone uh, mistook for what's his name Dorimon. Uh, yeah, or his lower form. Yeah, and it's not. It's. I mean, we all assume it's the lower form for not Sonic the Hedgehogmon. Right, even though it's blue. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't quite occur to me, but yes. Um, <laughs> blue Hedgehog, how dare they? Yeah, it, That'll um, never work. Yeah, I mean, it really feels like Rio Rise is something like... It feels like we could get it in six months, or it could be out next week. Yeah. And I don't know which I expect more. Do we have anything more to say for Rio Rise for now? Minus that, I feel realistically you and me both are going to do the same thing we did for Lynx, which was play it for a week, and then, yeah, it's on my phone, but I don't care. I mean, some of the storyboards and the idea of going between real and digital world, like, this is intriguing, like, this is well, something that could be sticking, but the, the way they sold Lynx, I kind of felt the same way, and that yeah, one I gave up yeah, after a week. Yeah, it's one of those things where they're selling it early on very well, even though we know very little, but we don't know what that means for the game. It could very well be nothing. It's like, despite getting burned by Lynx, I'm still optimistic about this one, but yeah. so what we you're got burned by Lynx. So what you're saying is, is you have hope for this game that if we do get, we won't get it for a year or two. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So do I, but I, I feel like the only reason we have real hope for this game is the art. Is it feels like... Well, the well, art, if they're... The art and selling it as an Animal Crossing style game. Look, look, the first thing they showed us was something where everyone went, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. That should put up some warning bells. Because anytime I see something Sonic the Hedgehog, I go, oh shit, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> now, should not been a Hedgehog Digimon. Now, shall we get on to some good game news, potentially? Sure. Ryudamon and his line are out. And at the Q&A, they told us who the fifth Digimon was going to be, and I don't give a shit what anyone says. No one guessed this one. Because a lot yeah. of... Because once it was announced, a lot of people were like, oh yeah, that's an obvious choice. No, it fucking wasn't. No one guessed it. Saying it's obvious no. after... Saying it's... A bunch of people said, oh, it's an obvious choice after the fact. No, it's not. No one yeah. guessed it. No one yeah, even... No, it, this was... I've never heard this one come up. I mean, in fact, I think 90% of... Like, most people were saying Apollomon. Saying what? Apollomon. Oh. I, I hope... I mean, I could have... I, I hope... I hadn't heard that one, but I... That that's, one... that's the one that I saw the most. Yeah. Um, I saw... I mean, I saw a couple that were going for, you know, a Restaurant or something, but... And the neat thing was how quickly everyone got the update for Ryudamon, though. Like For Ryudamon, yeah. Like, we saw it was out in Japan, and then five minutes later, people in Europe were saying they had it, and then within mm -hmm. an hour, to, within a few hours, people in the U.S. and uh, the rest of the West had it. I mean, Yeah, I, and I, I, I already I mean, got uh, Hisyadumon his in my game, so... <laughs> I mean, everyone was kind of guessing weeks. And mm -hmm. it was like, we had it the same day, we we're still waiting for the fucking SD Digimon, though. Oh, yeah. That, those, ha those have shown up everywhere 
except I believe the U.S. and Latin America. Mm. Um, and I think my favorite part the, about yeah. my favorite part about this, though, going back to Apocalypse, was mm-hmm. producer Habu clearly was forgetting to announce it, and someone off screen was like, "The retweet Digimon," and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> yes." Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he clearly was forgetting to do it. <laughs> um, so how many? So how's Hacker's Memory going for you? Uh, it's not bad. I'm a very a very slow player, and you know, I only have so much time, so I'm only about halfway through the game. But like I said, I did get Hisyayumon, so I did get one of the new ones already. And it's not a straight up, you can only go from Ryu to Mon yeah. through. You can uh, kind of lot... integrate it in there. A lot of people seem to have said about um, Apollo Mon or Ryuken. Because oh, yeah. he's, mu- he's much harder to get now. Oh. Because before it was um, Alpha Mon, and then you just mm-hmm. did a straight evolution. Now you actually have to do a Jagras. Oh. They, yeah. they actually removed the original way to do it. Which I just find hilarious, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from Hacker's Memory scans of the Tri Design Works art book I, I love just flipping through pages of art books and stuff yeah I flipped through a little bit of it but it's, it's, this it's one, fun to see which characters actually get designs well, this one's also interesting because I feel like 99% of this art has shown up in stuff like the Blu-ray booklets and stuff like that Like yeah. I feel like we've seen not everything here but a good chunk of it. Right. Yeah. Um, I I still like I like seeing the layout shots where you see them doing the um resizing the characters as they go to the background to show the scale. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that yeah. kind of that kind of thing is just interesting to me. I I'm not really sure why they did those CGI pages though. Yeah. Uh, it feels like they went well, we have CGI models, we should show them. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of shrugged, showed them, and then the end. Um, I don't know why, but I'm also just really interested in when they're showing all the weird little stuff, like when they're showing the details on the camera or the plate. It's just It always makes me think about how much thought gets put into the stuff that we don't even notice. Yeah. Or like they're showing the the clips on the back of the Digivice and the D3. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one piece of art of the D3 where the screen's in the wrong place for some reason. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what happened there. It feels like someone just drew it in the wrong place and they're like, yeah, we can throw this in the art book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the D3 consistency has been a little off, off yeah. and throughout all of Try. Yeah. And I uh, noticed watching part four that the Digivice sizes are a little skewed sometimes. Nah, they've never really been that consistent on the sizes of these, of them That's in the true. franchise, in general. Like, there are, time, yeah. there are times when they're, like, the smallest watch face things, and then there's times when their hands, like, have to be stretched to grasp them. Although I, yeah. although I will still say the redesign of the D3s I love, where they're sort of the pseudo-mechanical... Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that that really is its own thing. I don't think we have much more to say mm-hmm. with the art book minus go and look at the pages because it's really good. Mm-hmm. And next up, um, Anime Japan is a month and a half away at this point, and 
Tai Chi from Trizen, the key art to celebrate the fifth anniversary of Anime Japan. Yay. In conclusion. Yes. Um, not much more to say about this one. Mine is that um, it's nice that there. I saw some people say it should be Agumon, but I'm not sure how you're going to have Agumon do a Holding thought. up five fingers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and plus, you know, they need to frame it so that no matter where he is, it will work. And then on the other First. side, although you have Conan jumping, First, which is looking kind of looking at the, uh, yeah, looking. I'm not sure Osamatsu's uh, doing the five finger. Well, no, he's doing a five. He's doing a five. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, he's doing the number five. Oh, yes. little, little shit. Clever little shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the next one I'd want. Um, the next one is despite them not having tried part two. Try Part 3 is up for pre-orders in Australia. And they're still getting it two weeks after Part 2. And it it feels like they're doing a running catch-up so that they aren't playing catch-up anymore for when they start doing others. Yeah. Well, they'll be they'll be caught up in a... for a month. Yeah, it's, it's really strange. Right now, they are behind us by two. I mean, they are behind yeah, us by, so by you, everything I mean, except I the first you, you could argue three, but... Well, but I mean, like, home video, everyone has. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, right, right, now we are video, half, yeah. right now we are half done, and they only have the first. Shortly over a month yeah. from now, they will be completely caught up with us. That's really weird. Although, mm-hmm. I gotta say, I really love the cover art. I mean, they... I like the way they're laying out the logo, even though this time it's a bit hard to read. And yeah. the most important part of the Australian release, them using the term part means that I'm technically correct when I keep using it rather than just being a stubborn asshole. Oh. Because everywhere... I, I mean, I interchange it. I, I, I just use part because it's what I've used and it's technically correct. At some point, everything switched over to chapter minus the Australian mm. releases. Because, oh. like, there was a point where the UK release showed part, but then they changed it to chapter before it came out. Early in promotion, they were calling ours part, and then it changed to chapter. And I'm just still calling it part because I just like the way it sounds. And mm-hmm. it's only technically correct because Australia is still using it. And now we're on to not the big topic, but a topic. Uh, we both saw Tripart 4 in theaters. And yes. then, and then the next day, they announced it was going to be on Blu-ray and DVD, April twenty-fourth. Surprise, surprise! Yeah, I, I remember laying down Thursday night and going, "These guys are going to announce it at like eight a.m. when I'm half asleep," and that didn't happen. Um, but shall we talk about the dub a bit? Sure. Where would you like Shame to start? He's not here, though. Well, I, oh, ho- um... hopefully, she'll hopefully she'll pop in a bit a bit into it. If not, then we'll figure it out. So where do you want to start yeah. with the dub? Um, I don't know, wherever. It's a, they didn't, it's a very... They, did, they didn't have any good big fuck-ups this time, which I'm very pleased no. by. Like, I think this... Yeah. There, well, there's, no, one, there's one potential screw-up, but, but you have an argument that no matter what happens, it can't be a screw-up. Right. And um, I mean, we can get into that in a second. I think okay. there was there's a couple things that might have uh, 
that I might have considered a slight flub ups, but I all in all I think this was between the lack of between the lack of flub ups and the overall quality of the production, yes. this is the best dub we've had so far. For yes, try. There, there, there's no long explanations about family things that don't exist. There's no calling Sora sister. It's all yeah. Well, they didn't try to justify why Bioman ended up being so. No, bald. they kind of they just. They just rolled with it. Yes. I, I mean, the easiest way to say it is, is rather than getting in, like, when you're watching Japanese, there's certain cultural connotations and other stuff. Here, it's sort of just, she's just pissed that someone says she knows her. Yeah. And yep. and it's like, this is, this is what a lot of people have issues with, with the fourth movie, is that there's no real good explanation for why... Beomon's like this. I mean, I have my own. I have a rationalization that kind of makes sense. It, it makes sense enough see, to get you over. But see, I get why people are don't see, quite buy it. See, it didn't bother me because, I mean, ignoring that plot-wise, you have to have someone acting off. It's interesting mm-hmm. to have it be Beomon because that's not the one you'd expect them to do. Yeah, and I guess, you know, I I understand the criticism that there's not a good rationale for why see, it's Pilmon and others. See, I have a rationale, see, I just don't see, know if it's a good one. See, I thought the rationale was good is that it's basically Sora being, to a degree, a mother hen, sort of. And she just right. doesn't... And she just, I, well, and, it's, it's an inversion of... Yes. It's an inversion of how they met originally because yeah. originally Piomon was so clinging and Sora's like back offish and why are you why are you hugging me all of a sudden? Yes. I like that that's inverted a little bit. And it kind of works because Sora's evolved so much since those original days. Yes. That I kind of like that and it works it kind of works for me. But so, I, I mean I, I understand the criticism there, but the fact that they didn't first off because the dub if you remember didn't really have that rocky relationship at first. That was sort of washed over in the dub so you don't have that and instead of trying to find some other bullshit way to explain why Beomon's like that they just say screw it and just go with it yeah she's basically an angry child mm-hmm. and they port- and Beomon's just straight up tsundere the whole movie and it, it does make her the way she gradually comes to accept Sora that makes a lot more sense in the dub it, for me. I, like, they I, seem to make that a lot more organic. I'm not sure if it's... if it makes more sense. I will say it feels a bit more like a clean growth to a degree. You can kind yeah, of... Exactly. See, you can kind of see the straight line and then it going upwards and then it's just there. And there's um, no point where... There's no point where Bioman really stops being an asshole. She's just an asshole that cares about Sora. Yes. Um... So, I, I mean, uh, a high point of the dub was Colleen got to do a lot. Yeah. A lot, and it worked really well. But I feel like we have to talk about the dub VIP this time. I mean, there, there's, there's, yeah. no, there's no doubt who stole Tri Part 4, and that's Jeff Nimoy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every yeah, scene it's... he was in as... And that's the other thing is, is they... Don't go with the mysterious man conceit here. Yeah, they just say straight up that he's Jedi. They, and they started using the soft G again. Yeah, uh, although they did use the the hard G 
in the um, yeah, ketchup. In the, the yeah. yeah. Um, in, but, the, in the review, they used it, but I think, do you get the impression that this is one of those where Jeff Nimoy got in the booth and they tried to make him say the hard G and he says, no, that's not how it's pronounced? I, see, I don't know if that's Nimoy or if it's that they actually saw fans going, why are they pronouncing it wrong? And someone just made a note. Because that was the one thing mm-hmm. with part one that, like, there weren't many complaints with the dub for part one. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone went past the Jedi being was, pronounced Genna. Yeah, I don't know if Yeah, I don't know if anyone was really complaining about that. They were just well, no, but, but surprised. Yeah, but but that's what I mean. That was the like that's the main thing that I remember for part one where people going that that's kinda weird. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he stole every but, scene he was in. I mean, it yeah, was... he was he just owned that role, which is funny because he kind of owned that role at the end of part three. They weren't really going to hadn't really thought about it. And he just kind of steps and said, hey, I did this in season two. Well, by the way, he tells it. It's just more that the video feed was still running in the booth and he just saw him. Yeah. It was like, yeah. oh, so you like, want me to do that? And they're like, what hey. do you mean? And it's like, that's Jedi. That that's me. Oh, OK. Uh, that That's kind of how he tells the story. Right, and it's funny to be cast into the character that way, and then to completely own that character yeah. in part four, even though it's radically different from the way Jedi was in season two. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, just... I mean, it's what most voice actors point this out. It's more fun to play the bad guys because you can kind of just I mean, the way I put it mm-hmm. is Jeff Nimoy played him with swagger. Yeah, L- like it's absolutely not, like it's and not. He, he, you can tell he enjoyed that role. Yes, like you can all like I swear when you're listening to Jedi, you can almost see Jeff Nimoy just like strutting around in the booth while he's talking. It's mm-hmm. just it's the strangest thing. We like gotta have him on the show. We we're oh uh, yeah we're, we we got to have him on the show sometime. Yes, I actually I I I got back in touch with him. Uh, he was at my con last year. I got back in touch with him after the movie, and that he's still on to be on the show. We got to schedule that. Sometime. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we'll talk we, about that yeah, later. The, but... the scheduling for everything sort of fell apart at the end yeah. of the year for everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, but especially now and watching that dub, I'm just like, yes. oh yeah, I need to. We need to get back in touch with Jeff again. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm trying to let's see. Oh, okay. Now, but I, well, I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to touch on what you were saying about the dub not being ambiguous about saying whether that's uh, the oh, actual Jedi or just the mysterious man taking it, wearing a Jedi face. Because both Hackmon and Jedi say that's really Jedi, which is a departure from the Japanese version. But what I was saying was even that doesn't actually have to be wrong. Yeah, no, that can be even what the, if, everyone... If it, or, I'm sorry, even if it is wrong it's still an improvement because it's like, that's one less thing we have to ask ourselves. Like you can just assume that that's Jedi, And if it turns out to not be, Hey, it's a twist instead of an explanation. Yeah. What's interesting also though, is they actually have TK comment. Well, maybe it's not Jedi. The Jedi is just like, yeah, yes, it no. is. It's like, Nope. It's me. It was very like, strange. They're really doubling down on that, and it's such an interesting change. Well, and, I I just found it funny. I think it's I think it's well, I, I just I just found it funny because they wrote it. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting change. And then, like mm. maybe five or ten minutes later, TK's like, maybe they're all. I think they were all running, 
It's like, maybe yeah. that's not really Jenna. I'm like, oh, okay. So they just wrote the explanation. They hedge it. And then immediately you just hear Jenna. I go, yes, it is, basically. Yeah. And I just fucking lost it. They're doubling down on that change. Yeah, I just lost it because, like, the response was almost like the cartoon. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we need to talk about the most important part of the dub. Hackmon. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Um, I I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't know. Let's give him a ridiculously low voice. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting Hackmon to sound like, but it was not right. that. Um, I yeah, that was a bit of a surprise to me. Oh, I think sec- what yeah, May, to yeah. get back on. By the way, yeah, let's get man. Which second. is perfect timing. Yes. This is perfect timing, yes. actually. Yes, it is about as perfect timing as could be imagined. See, this is where I really should edit Bolero back in. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but I won't. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, while, Can... we're, while we're waiting, if anyone has any... Anyone who in the chat who hasn't not seen the dub has any questions about how they yeah. handled a certain part uh drop it drop a yeah. question in there and we'll uh can you hear we'll, us uh, explain May? that how they did something hackmon's voice though just it hackmon's voice is such a light because the introduction i believe was literally i'm hackmon She's having some technical yeah. difficulties, but... Uh, Although I think we can hear her keyboard. It was just a... Yeah. It was uh, Yeah, it was just this really deep, booming voice. There's a... Shout put out a trailer for part four that you can watch yeah, and hear. Yeah, you can hear him. And then the weird thing was... The weirdest thing about that trailer is the trailer ends, and then it cuts back and it's like, I'm Hackmon. Like, it's supposed to be some huge thing for the film. It's like, he's in one scene. Yeah. I mean, they act like it's really, really important, and it kind of mm-hmm. isn't. Um, yeah. But I'll... Su- I mean, and, and really, really, given how ominous he looked in the first three movies, having him show up for exposition seems kind of like a letdown. But it does... But not with that voice. Yes, it makes it much, much more important that we did not hear his voice in part three. Yes, absolutely. Be- because we really needed to get it, though. And plus, the thing is, is he doesn't do anything in part three like we literally just see him floating there and it's like so this has happened and then he disappears yeah it's it's funny first off that the dub chose to not have to chose to add silence to the to the um to the dub Uh, okay one weird thing did it seem like there was one scene where they clipped where they clipped in some audio for um jenai but they kind of made it sound like it was Machine Dramon talking. I thought so too. That was one of the ones that I had as maybe a flub because Jedi was gone. He was busy harassing Mako at the time. So... May, May, you can hear us. I'll take that as a no. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, no, oh, wait. I'm in, oh, I'm in now. Oh, there you are. Oh, there you there are. we are. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I forgot to bring the wireless uh, adapters for my computer. So, and the wireless card is just barely okay. Uh, so I don't have the extender. So, um, 
Internet not so good. Okay. It's okay. I think I think my wife is streaming something in the other room as well, and mine's kind of very <laughs> my, um, not my, quite stable right now. My internet connection's rock solid. Well, I'm very uh, jealous, but um, I'm lovely for I, you. I'll be hopefully grabbing those soon. Yeah. Um, okay, so May, we're in the middle of the part four discussion. You've missed most of the news, but you're at the important stuff. Yeah, but, um, but just mm-hmm. uh, again, again, sorry about the uh, the lateness. Uh, no problem. Stuff happens. There's really on any given show, as long as I get here on time and the show can start, generally we can fake it. Oh, good. There was a nice bit of suspense there because you know it was you know we were afraid you weren't going to show up and we'd have to delay the stage play again. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. No, I, definitely. I'm glad, I'm glad I was able to it, come it, in because so I, I, I've a lot to say about the stage play. Yeah, in the back in <laughs> yeah. the in the back of my head, I was sitting there going, "Can we really delay the stage play this time if we have to?" Considering the whole week mm-hmm. I've been posting random stage play crap and everything. So, um. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Machine did they did they add a lot of weird grunts for Machine Dramon also? I think they did, yeah. I uh, remember Machine Dramon being pretty silent. Yeah. In originally. Yeah. Like oh, eerily silent, yeah. like you could tell it was not quite real. Yeah, it was yeah. kind it was kind of, uh, the weird one and I mean we already talked about but the weird one was when they throw in like the one line from Jedi, it's like, did Machine Dramon just talk? Yeah, I noticed that too. It, it was weird. And that's that was one of the ones that may have been a potential flub. There was another one where Mako knew Phoenix Mon's name. Well, there was that a, I found really well, curious. There, well, there was another flub also when Joe randomly goes, "So, Dark Jedi." It's like oh, yeah. none of them had heard, but yeah, it was. <laughs> I all I have to admit, yeah. I almost burst out laughing when Hackman's like, "Jedi has been turned into Dark Jedi." And I almost, I, I almost had to stop myself from laughing, going, really? They're going to go with Dark Jedi? But that's another one of the... <laughs> I, I, I kind of like Dark Jedi better than Mysterious Man, if we're going to be perfectly honest Oh, no, here. no. Well, like, the, the Mysterious Man, the terminology is just kind of um, a bit too flowery for me. Because, like, yeah. it's like, he's the Mysterious Man. It's like, no, he's not... No, no it, it's like, I didn't like when they were doing it when we were supposed to think it was Ken. Right. It, just call it that guy. I don't care. But, um, but you notice that. Um, but you notice that with the Jedi thing, that the Hackman and Jedi gave two different explanations. Because Jedi said he was annoyed with the way yes. the kids started abusing their the Digimon that homeostasis was kind enough to grant them, and uh, Hackman was more like, "Well, King Drazzle just corrupted him." Yeah, I, I feel like I, well, I, I feel like I feel like Jedi's own explanation doesn't really work with the context of adventure. It just probably not. No, I mean, like it, it raises more it raises more questions. Yes, but that's okay. Yeah, um, I mean the screening went relatively well. I mean, did it go well for you? Oh yeah, it was. It was now okay, totally now fun. serious question: There was no interview with Joshua Seth, right? Or no. did they? It it was just a little. I less... think the I think the pre, I think the preview was supposed to be that. Okay, I'm just checking because they kind of they kept talking about it like it was two features. Yeah, I I got that impression too that there was supposed to be something afterwards. A lot of us waited, like yeah. almost everyone in the theater waited like yeah. five minutes afterwards to see well, if there was going to be anything else. Well, because that was the thing they went, we're going to do a look back at 
Triparts 1 and 3, narrated by Joshua Seth, and an interview mm-hmm. with Joshua Seth. I guess the interviews were the quick asides they did in the middle of it, which were both... That recap was awesome, so... The, the recap... I'm not complaining. The recap was generally very good, and I would argue it's probably better than the the um, abridged versions that they've been doing, that they've been putting out officially. And, um, and yeah, I, it's just a little more, it's a little more snide. And I'm very, very happy that it's going to be on the Blu-ray. Yes. And like, I, I said this on Discord, if they decide that before part five, they're going to show that exact same thing and add one for to recap part four, I wouldn't complain. I feel like they'd probably edit it down a bit, because I think with part four would get... Yeah, I mean, you can condense it a, a little bit, bit but still. Um, yeah. But yeah. It... Um, so getting, we did have a question, or if you had okay, to wrap sure. up on the general no, thing. But... No, go ahead, let's take the question. Okay, well we had a question on, uh, to kind of lead into the next bit, like, uh, Neko was asking, uh, what about Kari and Salomon with her scene with, um, the, the whole scene about her being happy that Salomon it, didn't it, remember? It, it's that basically was... the same. I don't... Yeah, it was I... basically the same thing. I like that they emphasize that Kari's saying, you know, you have to keep moving forward, that even if they don't get their memories back, that can be okay. Because I think not enough of us are accepting that possibility. Like, that could be how this all shakes out. It, it, it very well could be. It could very well be that we have stuff to talk about with that, with the stage play also. So, uh, it's on home video April 24th. Uh, do you have any questions about it since you haven't seen it yet, May? Um, actually, I, I had questions, but it was all relating to um, weird changes that they did in the dub, but you... Yeah, they're really, like, any weird change they made feels like it might not be a weird change. It's kind of strange. Yes, so there was no Mm. um, TK's mum speaking, Mekumon speak, or for some reason Sora being Taiji's sister, like in part two? No, no, not really any of that. I mean, I don't even think there were any really obvious dub, quote, mistakes either, minus the handful of, and, you know, this is something that happens throughout Digimon and other franchises where characters just know the new form's name sometimes. Like, like, yeah. like there are times when the characters will sit down and check the computer and like, oh, this is so-and-so. And then there's other times when it's just, oh, shit, it's Phoenix Mon. And the mm. end. I mean, there were, uh, there's nothing really strange in this one that I can think of. Nothing. It's nothing is like that jumps out at you the way that those examples that yes. they cited. Yeah. Like, the, when you steer those, you're like, holy crap, that was wrong. Yeah. Like, the stuff that May said. Yeah. Like, like we really needed the 30-second explanation of uh, TK's mom getting remarried, and no, she didn't, and yeah. we know that didn't happen, but okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. There, there... I mean, the, the stuff they did add... Oh, we forgot, I, I quite we forgot the most important thing. Oh, the Dumb and Dumber I reference. Know yeah, I knew you were going to say the Dumb and Dumber. I forgot. Okay, so you remember in one of the flashbacks when it's Maki flipping out and Daigo, you know, hugs her from behind and, and then she bursts out laughing and then she's like, maybe that might be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Daigo, Daigo and the dub then goes, so you're Daigo telling me there's a chance. Yeah, when Daigo's suggesting that they become a, a couple... And Maki says, hey, maybe that doesn't sound like a terrible idea. And yeah, Daigo's response is, so you're telling me that's a chance. there's a chance. And, like, even the cadence was the same as in Dumb and Dumber. 
I used that exact same reference to uh, as one of my headlines for the last episode of Data Squad on my blog. Something about uh, King Drazel saying, uh, "There, you have, you have a minuscule probability of of defeating me." And my response was, "So you're telling me there's a chance?" Because <laughs> that sounds like something Marcus would say. Yeah. The there will be more about part four to talk about when it comes out in home video. And, and when it comes out in Australia in three years, see you. You're you, going to be caught up for a month. See, yeah, that's one thing we point out. Like right now, we're half done, and we're about to be more than half done. You only have part mm. one. In a, in about a month, you're going to be caught up. You're going to be actually caught up with us. And I really do get the feeling the reason why they're like running to catch up is so that with four, five, and six, you guys aren't playing catch up anymore. Yeah, and hopefully even we get it around the same time because there's like, I mean, in 2018, is there really a reason for us to be so incredibly behind? Like the version is, is the same. Like I don't know why it would take like. Well, that that what? that is why. Like ignoring the issues that the UK and even Australia to a degree had with part one, parts two and three are, to my understanding, they may just be the shout disc, and they just play an alternate feed at the beginning. Yeah, and obviously it's the it's Pal. Or yeah. A, a no, no, region, my, no. Um, my understanding is, B, I think. See, my understanding is, is it's there's no Pal. I don't know about the region code though. Um, I think I think that's uh, yeah. I didn't mean Pal. I meant the uh, the I, region I, coding. I think I, mine does say there's a region on it. I think it's. See, I think what, we're in region B for Blu-ray. What I would really like to see though is, is to put that disc in a region A player and see if it just boots up the shout disc because. I do vaguely wonder if they're just the same disc and they just boot up differently based on region. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I think now we get to talk about what everyone wants to talk about. Well, uh, one, before we do that, okay. is there anything else about the oh, yeah. dub you wanted to ask about since you've got your chance? Yeah, like, well, basically, there was, I was just basically watching things on uh, Twitter about it, like a lot of um, people that I was following uh, have were posting like pictures of the theaters and I was just like really jealous, but basically... I don't know, like the tr- like was were there any interesting trivia bits besides obviously the reference to uh, V Tamer? V Tamer, V Tamer, V Tamer. Yeah, no, I just I appreciate that the questions weren't completely stupid or easy. I mean, like, it's not like they were hard. Like all of us, all of us would be able to answer them, but yeah. they're not like completely obvious questions. Like one of them was like, "What was the first Digimon ever created?" Tyranomon. That's yeah, yeah. That's not a gimme. But, yeah, that that's that is that for yeah. a, like a casual fan who's just that watching try for a bit of nostalgia. That they would say Pokemon. Yeah. Well, but everyone not, who yeah, well, that it, is a legit trivia question. Well, here's the thing: they really should have put up a picture of him because if you don't know the answer and they put up who Tyrannomon is, you might not actually know. Mm. Yeah, he was. Give considering he was the first Digimon ever created, he kind of got shafted in season one. Like he was only just a monster of the week, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I. I want. Was he one of the partners in two for one of the other kids? Probably um, everyone. I, maybe I, every, everybody like... else was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that. Yeah. I. I mean, I didn't. We didn't get any of that in our theater. Um. They didn't realize the feed wasn't on until fifteen minutes in, and they started from the beginning of the actual feed. Oh, you were yeah. alone in the theater, weren't you? Uh, I was when I took the photo, which a number of people thought I was being serious and got upset. Oh. Like, a lot of people thought, you're in a private theater and you take donations. Like, no, that that was a joke. 
you, yeah, you can, like you can see the exit sign. I don't have my own private theater that has you know a hundred to two hundred seats. The donations paid to rent out that theater. <laughs> <laughs> the donations did not pay to rent out that theater. <laughs> but uh, I don't think you should ever joke because no one can ever tell when you're joking on Twitter. It seems like that's what I've noticed. But that, but like. But I even got a response about the popcorn joke. One people's like, that's not cream corn, that's popcorn. It's like, I stole that joke from Family Guy. (laughs) Where where I said, the the cream corn here is awfully crunchy, with a photo of popcorn. (laughs) I mean, like, back to the trivia. Like, the first one they started, like, let's do some Digimon trivia questions, I'm like, oh god... But then, no, the first question was, like, who is credited as being the creator of Digimon? And then, actually, in the answer, said, it's Akiyoshi Hongo, but... <laughs> that's my favorite a... thing about Digimon, like, in general, how no one really 100% knows. Like, there's always this theories of, like, oh, yeah, it's a, um... It's like an amalgamation of several people who it's... created it. Well, no, yeah, that's... that's, that's that... like, well, see, that's what the answer said. It was, like, it is believed... To be an amalgamation of these. Well, no. Names. See, see, that's what like what drives me insane is is we don't know like the exact names that make it up. We do know what the mm. name is though. It is an they amalgamation. Used... And they use the exact name. Yes. They they said it's it's these three people. But yeah. see, but I like that they do that because we still get people going. Oh, we don't know who Akiyoshi. We don't know if he's a real mm-hmm. person or not. He's not a real person. We do know that yeah. for a fact. Yeah. It's an amalgamation. Yeah. Like if, should... and I've argued this before, and he's actually responded. If you were to name any one person as the guy, mm-hmm. it's Oda. I mean, yeah. he was the person in charge. If there was anyone that you would name the person, it would be him. And when I said it, he actually responded, which was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen, because the response he gave was the best response possible, which was basically. Uh, thank you. Many people worked on Digimon and wouldn't have been a success without everyone. Mm-hmm. Did we have anything else for part four, uh, May? Um, no, not really. Like uh, any noticeable changes to the intro part, which is probably oh, my favorite part of yes. part four. It's the only part for Try where we've actually gotten a video change. Um, when they do the oh. st- when they do the staticky screen where we get the the Japanese text, instead of yeah. subtitling it, they actually change the text. Okay, which is different compared to other parts of uh, chapter of, of Try, where when there's been Japanese, they just have a voiceover reading the yeah. Japanese and they haven't changed like, any text. That's I, like I, when I, da- yeah, like when Daigo's checking Maki's computer in this movie and you see that list of Digimon, all of those are still in Japanese. Yeah. Like, they don't change well, any of that. Well, I think it was because one thing they've really seen to do with Tries is even though they provide... Um, uh, sign track on the Blu-rays, mm-hmm. they've sort of they gone under the it. basis that it's not going to be seen. Yeah, like Daigo says out loud that, "Hey, tape, why is Tapiermon pulled up on the screen?" Something like that. Yes, and it, the I I'll fully admit I kind of forgot the prologue thing was there. Like oh. it's so disconnected from Part Four on the whole. Mm. that 
when it starts up, it's it starts like in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, this is in part four, isn't it? And then I enjoyed it for while it was playing. It really does work well silently, and it still is very weird that they originally weren't weren't gonna have that be silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they kept that. Yeah, they did that one appropriately. Yeah, and is then the they, the you know, in other. Sorry, what yes. was that? The music is, is so the, the same. same? Yes. Oh, cool! Because I yeah. really love the music. Oh my gosh, yeah. the music oh, in yeah. that scene. I yeah. think the the music basically makes the scene, so I'm happy. Yeah, it's really. Like, I still, in the back of my head, I still go, what would that have been like if they actually had recorded Japanese audio for it like they originally planned to? I think it works mm. better quiet. Mm. More more so since Maki's actress even said she wasn't sure she could do Maki as a little kid. Yeah. I don't think that'd be a problem for the dub, but... No, uh, yeah. but yeah, I think it works better silently because we can only... Like, we know what's happening, but we're having to put things together. Mm-hmm. And in the reverse, they also do a good job adding lines to other places, like in that montage in the middle where you're yes. seeing all the different groups split you, up. You know what the That's weird thing is? in the okay. Japanese version. Okay, weird thing about that. I like that. that they added some lines into that just to give them some lines to yeah. that. Like, it really annoyed me that some of those groups didn't get anything. Like, okay. they never talked. Weird thing about that. Did it seem shorter? I mean, I don't think it was, but, like, I remember it being longer. Like, it felt almost... Maybe it's because they talk, but it almost felt breezy I think this time. Be- it felt the same length to me, but I... it. You think it just flowed better that because way, of that? Because they, I think it just flowed better. I think yeah. this movie flows better in the dub. Yeah, it, also, it wow. does. Possibly... Possibly also because it's one movie and not four episodes. I mean, we've discussed that before, but the dub really makes this movie flow a lot better. I will agree with the dub. I'm not sure the flow's ever been changed for me watching the episodic, because I sit there and watch them all in a row. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure I've ever really felt that it's been different. I understand why it does for some people, though. Yeah, this one, I mean, movie four... The episode episode thing isn't as big a problem as it is in some other movies, but but that it could be another factor. Yeah. Um, uh, was there anything else for try part four? I think I covered all of my things. Yeah, May good. You can go back I'm and good. listen to the other parts we talked about because we you know before we talked about um about the Sora Beomon stuff. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I just want to talk about the stage play in Mimi. That's that's what I'm yeah. here for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you'll like the photo for the stage play. Shall we move on to the stage play, everyone? Stage play. Um, so this okay, the stage play, and I'm still very happy with the photo I chose for it. It is Mimi. Yes. Um, very Mimi. So May, go ahead and say it because I know you're waiting to. Mimi's best girl, and she always will be best girl, except for maybe Aerie, but Aerie and her are best friends in, in my mind, so that's fine. I, yes. I still have Mimi above Aerie. Possibly a controversial choice, but but yeah, I still have Mimi above Aerie. Yeah. Aerie so, is, uh, is third for me. So where do you guys want to stop? <laughs> Rookie. Oh yeah, okay, R- Rookie's also best girl. Like, Rookie, Mimi, and Aerie are best girls. Yes. 
So minus Mimi being best girl. <laughs> where do where do you guys want to start on the stage play? There's so much to talk about with the stage yeah. play. The, I, maybe we can start like that. How the characters are all pretty much spot on, and all the the actors and all the talent were pretty much fantastic yeah. for it. Um, I I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like if we're gonna start with the talent. We first have to start off with the ensemble, which is the puppeteers who were also playing other roles. They're so good. Yeah. Because um, yeah. almost every puppeteer, except maybe like two of them, has at least two or three roles. There is no one. Yeah. There are only. There's no more than 19 people in the cast. You have the eight kids, the eight puppeteers, mm-hmm. and Edamon. Anyone else that you see are the puppeteers. So. Yeah, like the. Yamato's band yeah. are also the puppeteers. Yeah. That's what really um, threw me. Um, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, the puppeteers are Knife of Day. The puppeteers. Are Metal uh, Metal Gurumon and Metal Greymon having both of them be metal tripped me up there. Um, yeah, and the Edamon dudes. Yes, and the, 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 yeah. the, Ed- the Edamon Five is them. The Edamon Five is them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really because you don't even notice it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the part of being a good ensemble. Yeah, and that's a that's a thing for for plays. Yeah, like the ensemble hides themselves very well. Yeah. Um. Okay, so where do we want to start with the cast? I mean, I keep saying we should start with the best one, but the best out of the eight, I'm not sure there is a best one. I don't think you have a consensus on that. Yeah, I feel like they all kind of played the characters, like, basically spot on. I th- I would be- yeah. Because she's best girl, I feel like Mimi was Mimi. As I said, when we first saw like the images of all the actors when they're in mm-hmm. their getup, I think I said, "Oh, Mimi's is perfect," and Mimi think, continued to be perfect. Mimi's is hilarious because her actress fully admits she's nothing like Mimi, and she yeah. had to try to figure her out. Because mm-hmm. I guess she, I guess she says she's a gloomy person, so she had to like pump herself up and figure out the way Mimi works. Mm, and she did it really well. Like yeah. I, I loved that little bit at the end where they spoke. Like we got a little bit from every every actor, and it was just me. Or just some of oh, the actors uh, seem like we, they're we, huge fans of Digimon. We forgot. Mm-hmm. We forgot one thing. If you haven't seen the stage play, spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you haven't, I mean, we all saw it thanks to Onke who the, translated the, the thing whole thing. Is, I mean, yes, spoiler alert. But at the same time. There's not really a big story going on Man, here. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with the spoiler yeah. alert, but it's not like yes. you're ruining too much listening ahead of time. Spoilers, like, e- pre- spo- spoilers everyone. Vamdemon shows up. No. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. I, yeah. I, I See, it wasn't either of you. Someone got really mad that I posted the news of it on the front page. It's like, they're putting out press photos of it. It's not hiding. Yeah. It, they're, they're, it's... When they're splashing press photos on every website possible, mm-hmm. there's no longer spoilers. Also, I would right. say that was a big thing, and also the finding out the Vamdorm was in it is you could never guess the way that he shows up. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, of... we should start. I guess we should sort of start earlier in the stage play, though, before we get to. Oh, uh, why is someone complaining that the that you you might give away that the ranger is actually Edamon? No, no. The ranger being Edamon oh. is the best part because when he's Wait, taking the off ranger the ranger was Edamon. No, my favorite part though <laughs> is sorry, sorry is he's taking off the costume. He starts singing the Terminator theme. Dun 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 dun
And then he's demanding Mimi help him take off his hat because he can't yeah. reach it. And he's pointing yeah. out that his but head's also, coming out of the hat. He's also oh, fighting them for not figuring it out. Yeah, yeah oh, my, my favorite part is when he first shows up and he's like, but there could be monkeys. And then he just poses and, and freezes. Just yeah, well, like, what's with this guy? Well, I think that is the one, I think that is the one thing cast wise we probably could agree on. If there's any one cast member who is like the not necessarily the star, but the person who stands out, it's Orono Graffiti as Edamon. Yes, we're really complimenting the villains today, aren't we? It's really easy in this specific case, though. <laughs> like, like, like every agree, scene, but... every scene he yeah. is in, he does. does Amazingly, and and not that he's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, he's commenting how he's never met Hikari or Tailmon before, or when they, or or when they treat him like he's silly. He points out, "I may have acted silly in the middle of the TV show, but you forgot that I'm actually rather powerful." That's something that that that's something I keep uh, reminding people, and I've mentioned that in the blog before. Like he, like like, yeah, we all know Edamon's kind of a joke, but don't forget that he can actually he's pretty capable yeah it's just they moved on to even more capable stuff but he was like a threat like that Mm -hmm. that was the reason they had to make sure they got the rest of the crests were to specifically fight him Mm -hmm. um the okay the costumes i believe every single costume was actually out of try Yes. Uh, for the so. most part, I think there were some minor alterations. Yeah. Like with the you know compositions, but yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, really... I don't think Sora. I don't think Sora wore exactly that in Try, but it definitely evokes what she wore. Eh, she, she, I believe she wore, in Try. She wore a red shirt that said California on it. I think it's. Yeah, a, I, remember, I, remember I think that it shirt. had the. Oh, I thought it had the number thirty-eight. I think wasn't that on the I back? Think. I think. Or maybe. I don't know, I could be wrong, but like, by but, and large, they're real-world versions of the stuff from the yeah. Um Yeah, it's either it's either the real version or something close enough that you think, oh, this is from Try. The other thing that was kind I mean, I don't know why I didn't expect more of it since they point out Edamon. There was a lot from Adventure and a few things from Zero Two. Mm-hmm. Like, we got scenes from Adventure displayed up on screen... They were mm-hmm. referencing stuff from Adventure, like um, Hikari not being at camp. Mm-hmm. And Edamon talked about being Metal Edamon for a while. Yes. Mm. The Joe and the turtle thing destroyed him. Yes. <laughs> and, and yeah, the, the fact that um, the other characters didn't see Metal Edamon, and like, he, he explained that, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, yeah that, that was Mimi and Joe. Well, I feel like the thing we really do have to point out is, I, I mean, there's... Uh, Kenichi Tani's credit as both director and writer. I don't know, like, if he just had a Bible guide or if he sat through and watched everything, but it really felt like he had. Mm-hmm. Which is something like really. I don't know if admirable is the word I'm thinking of, but this really does exist in the world of Adventure O2 and Try. Mm. When yeah. when it really could have just been a minimal try side story that didn't really reference anything, it was just floating there. Yeah, because yeah. they made, they reference Mako at the end. They said, "Oh, we have to go back to Mako." I'm like, "Well," and I liked that. I like the fact that they're not shafting yeah. Mako at all, and they're not, and I, you know, just ignoring everything yeah. else. 
Well, and that... I like that they held that back towards the end, because in the beginning there's that weird ambiguity. You sort of sense something's a little bit off, like if this is supposed to be taking place in Tri well, or well, not supposed to well, be see, taking place. See, here's that the... Sort of, that sort of ambiguity on where it fits in Tri-Canon in the beginning of the play works out really nicely well, he... considering the nature of the world they end up in. Here's the really strange thing about it. At the very beginning, they tell us something's wrong, and then they immediately go on to, and Tri's over... Mm-hmm. And but they don't reference yeah. anything from Everything? Try, just just that it's well, just that it's well, and then at the very end they sort of twist it, and it's the type of thing where, if you look at everything, I'm pretty sure I could argue where it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, ob- it's, it's I mean, obviously, funny. it's funny. You, it's funny you say that because you know they don't mention all of the bad stuff. It's like all the all the Try stuff is dealt with. But all of the good stuff from Tri, like Taichi still has his distortion goggles, Matt, or, uh, Yamato still Well, no, here's the thing. Band. Here's the thing. He has the, the goggles, but they don't reference them in any way being special or doing anything until the end. Until the end. Yeah. Mm. He's so just... all of the stuff that... All of the, all of the nice things for them that were introduced in Tri are still there, but all the problems are gone. Yeah. And uh, that's one of your first clues I mean, that something's I, amiss. I mean, and the other thing is, is, obviously it's a side story and it's not necessarily meant to fit in anywhere. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if I were to fit it anywhere, it would be in between four and five. After seeing four, I'm kind of coming around on that. Because at the very beginning of four, we see that Mako's okay, and then it skips to them all running crazy through the digital world. I'd argue mm-hmm. that it's like right before they start running, all of them get shunted off somewhere else, and then they pop back. Yeah. Because they, they, they're they in the digital world, they know they're in the digital world, they know Mako's there. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is, is, and you have to, like, you can argue it actually fits in with something in 5 where the Digimon seem to know what's going on again. Mm-hmm. And they More clearly... Less, they kind of, they keep that nice and they keep that a little bit vague and it's... But, but, painful. but, but in the state, but in the stage play, they definitely have their memories is what I mean. Yeah, in the actual play, but once yeah. they get back out, yeah. who but knows? What, what I mean is, is with part 5, you could argue they have, now that could easily change with part 6. Yeah. But with part five, you can at least make the argument that they sort of know what's going on. Yeah. It is very weird to ha- like, and it's not supposed to fit anywhere. But it's just interesting mm-hmm. to see like the confluence of all that different stuff happening. And uh, the puppets are generally really good. Like they work really well as the Digimon. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the Agumon one especially, yeah. Like you get you get emotion out of that Agumon puppet somehow. Yeah. And can we really like out of the puppeteers? I feel like we do have to say something about the Patamon one, who's just like running around like crazy to give that character mm. energy. Oh, and mm-hmm. the Gomon one's pretty great as well. But yeah, you're right about the Patamon one being sort of like uh, flying so, around and with emotion. I, it's great. I did I didn't hear which one you said. Oh, go! I, I really liked Gomamon as well. Like I the feel go, like the Gomamon, pu- the Gomamon puppeteer pointed out that he had a problem because of how tall Joe's actor was. Yeah, and they had to practice for the shoulder stuff. And there's a lot of there's a lot of moments where yeah, there's a lot of moments where Gomamon jumps on Joe's shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> I feel um, like Gomamon does that to Joe's shoulder more than anyone else's puppets do. Yeah, although we do that's see that's Gomamon. Although I want to say we do see one time where Patamon does do the sitting on Takaru's head. Yeah, I mean, uh, a few of them do it, but I think Gomamon just does it the most, which yeah. I find funny. <laughs> Especially since it's a big puppet. Mm-hmm. Like, the Gomamon one is not small. Um, yeah. 
so the story of them going back camping for August 1st and everything going just a little too well and <laughs> and Mimi breaking it, uh, Koshiro's laptop that's such an interesting take on Mimi the idea that she would that she's been so her idea of camping has been so warped by her trip to the digital world that she thinks she's supposed to go in with absolutely nothing like that's just hilarious see see I didn't see it that way it was more that she wanted it to be a repeat of that not that it had to be at least that, know, this is at least Mimi. see see the way I saw it was that you was that where she was even talking about guidebooks and stuff where like this is the classic mm-hmm. way of camping you got to do it this way you can't use a bungalow yeah and then joke what's, what's, and then, what and I the, found what I found even yeah what I found even funnier is that remember when they were originally pulled into the digital world Mimi had a ton of stuff on her yeah. yeah, and I I can't remember if it was in the dub, but she said that she stole it from her dad, and I, I think in, in one version she said she stole it from her dad. I can't remember if it was oh. the dub or the original. Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah Mimi, was, was... Mimi had tons of stuff on her. I was surprised there wasn't a reference to the digital to that. world than she brought camping. And they kept her from cooking in this one. Yes. <laughs> Yamato kept her from cooking in <laughs> yes. this one. The the Digimon the Digimon them finding ways to have the Digimon help cooking was actually rather good. Yeah, and that's where we also get some other nice interactions between characters that you don't always see. Yeah, like, we like get... when Tailmon's helping yes. Yamato cook, that's great. Yes, and I love that. I love when we get to see Digimon interacting with not their partner human, mm-hmm. and we really really got that. I think we got um, Tentamon and Mimi and Palmon and Izzy like in very own adventure, but yeah. we never really have partner Digimon interactions outside of the partnership. Well, mm-hmm. it's... And that's one of, and that's going back to try part four. That's why I like that. They yeah. dubbed some of those lines into those montages where you have Joe interacting with Patamon and Palmon. Cause they didn't have a single yeah. line when they were separated in the Japanese version. So give them some lines in the dub. You're not adding a ton of character to yeah. it, but just to get those conversations. I think the stage play format itself both kind of helps force that to happen because mm-hmm. you can't just have Taichi talking to Sora, Yamato, Kari, and Koshiro, and Agumon. You have to kind of pop someone else into there because you can't have them going off mm-hmm. for adventure. And even when you do, it's just two or three of the characters sitting there talking. And one of the nice things about the stage play is you know, you have all these a, ton, a bunch of interactions that are recurring in Try. This one sort of changes it up a little bit and gives you a bunch of new ones. Like this one gives you a lot more Taichi Koshiro moments or Hikari yes. talking with everybody else. It's and Taichi and Yamato not as much in, in the stage play. I mean, they had a couple scenes, of course, but it's not quite as as defined as oh, it is in and Try. For- so it's just switching it up a little bit is a little is really refreshing. And, and I forgot the stage play breaks with. Beloved Kakudo canon. <laughs> because in uh, his stuff, they already knew Koshiro. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he was on a soccer team with them or something. Yeah, yeah. Sora, yeah. Said, yeah Sora said that uh, Taichi was the only one she knew going in, which is so a little bit of a departure yeah. from the novels. I don't know if yeah. the series actually mentioned that. Yeah, it, it was the, the novels. The series never does say it. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the novels definitely do. Yeah, in the no- yeah, they were both on a soccer team with him, and they already knew who he was. Um, it, okay, weird thing. Does it seem like Tentomon doesn't really have much to do? Mm, yeah, I, I got that impression. Yeah. Like, I well, get... One... 
Go ahead. Well, you notice when, when they all split up, when they all had those split up things, and you had Takeru and Hikari talking about their things. In all of those, the Digimon really helped them out and got them through that. When you had Koshiro and uh, when you had Koshiro and Taichi, it was all Taichi. Like Koshiro yeah. said his piece to Taichi, and then sort of backed off and let Taichi have his own monologue. And so that sort of prevented Tentomon from really getting a, a word in. See, I'm trying to decide if that's on purpose, since Tentomon so often has so much to say. If maybe mm -hmm. this time they purposely pulled back from it. Because, it's... I mean, Tentomon talking is sort of something that I feel like most of us look forward to. Yeah. if it's You could argue that Koshiro got a little bit chipped by that, but, you know, Taichi was the main character, so you sort of yeah. understood why that had to happen. Yes. But the, the fact that Koshiro didn't really get his moment in that scene, other than the other than chewing out Taichi, um, that sort of prevented Koshiro from having his own angst. The Tentomon had to get him through. Well, I think it was also easier with Koshiro though, because he also sort of discusses his issue in a way that many of the others don't, at least, yeah, earlier, where he mm -hmm. points out he's not a hundred percent sure of his exact interest in computers, or if it's just a... What's the term I'm looking for? If it's just a means to an end of gathering more information. Yeah, but in that scene, I mean, a lot of them drew back around to that that one scene at the beginning around the campfire. In that, when they got split up like that, a lot of them drew back to what they said in there, like yeah. Sora and Mimi, and they all kind of called that called back to that and, and developed that a little further, and then their Digimon helped them yeah, get to a point. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I brought up Tentamon mostly because it really does feel weird just not to have him talking to give a speech, basically. But again, let's mix it. they're mixing it up a little bit, and it's yeah. kind of refreshing to me. No, it, it is. Um, but there were a lot, like, it, I mean, the format of it requires it. There were a lot of good long talks between characters. Mm-hmm. And they also, like, and they remember that Edamon has abilities and stuff, which is, like, I, and I'm sitting there going, I'm not even sure I remembered that before they showed it. Which ability? Where he can kind of drain them of energy. Oh, I've, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Well, well, I remember it, I, I remember it because I used it in a fanfic recently, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I remember that. I'm just trying... See, I keep going to Edamon because, like, he... Like, it is Tai Chi show, but Edamon is sort of, like, the weird, focused... Ties of the... everything together, yeah. Yes. I, and the weird thing is, is, and, I mean, I I believe I've half mentioned this to AR, we don't even know if that was Edamon. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to believe it is, but even Edamon himself doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't... It's very strange. Like, we don't know who the villain actually was. Mm -hmm. Well, the whole story, the whole setting, even Edamon himself, it's all very... Surreal. Yeah. It's all very ephemeral, which yeah. is appropriate for a stage because a stage play is designed to be very ephemeral. Well, and of course, the other gag so... is, is they point out it being on a stage. Like... At one point, yeah, he, at, one, at one point, he goes, "This is the like I think he says this is the stage of our summer, or mm -hmm. something to that effect." Where, ba like, va you know, winking at the audience, basically, where like they're on a stage and 
no one really seems to actually know what's going Like, the only stuff we know for sure is, is it, it was really the kids and it was really the Digimon. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it was the digital world. But even they point out, they aren't even in the clothes they were in during the play. Yeah. And like, the story the story suits all of that really, really well. Yeah. That it's sort of... It feels temporary, and they're all kind of on yeah. display airing these these issues yeah. out. And, and May pointed out earlier, when Vamdemon shows up, we don't like... It's not even clear if it... it same thing. It's not clear if it's him, because it's still Edamon talking. And also mm. the rest of the Dark Masters were, up, you know, the, the Dark Masters and I think even Devimon yeah, were Devimon on other was screens. There. And the implication was they were off fighting all the other kids yes. while we saw Taichi fighting Ben and Bam- Bamdemon. Yes. Yeah. It, it, was v- it was very weird because, like, at different points in the play, it's they don't, um, you could take it as the whole thing being somehow a creation of Taichi's. You could take it as a creation of Edamon. You could take it as a creation of Vamdemon who's using Edamon. It could be someone else we don't know of, or it could just be something that just happened and none of it was real to any degree. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. When it ended, I kind of thought that Edamon was going to pop back up like in a cloudy oh, ghost, geez. doesn't know what he is, you know, where like he's yeah. all alone type thing. It, it, which is which is we're seriously at risk of happening because you know plays and musicals they do like to have yes. everybody on stage at the end for the final yeah. bow. Yeah, but I'm but, glad they didn't though. No, I'm glad they didn't. But like when it ended, you know, it shows them going off to the digital world. I thought we get like a ghost Edamon, not sure what's happening to him type thing. Right. I mean, that's also kind no, of a stereotypical ended, type thing, also though. It ended appropriately. Yes, it did. Um, I mean, I still feel like the the thing we gotta talk about more though is Edamon. It was just so good. Like they have him evolve into King Edamon with a twisted version of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm. At one point, after he's been defeated as Edamon, he comes back and he has the the like the old style samurai cloak around him. Yep. And I mean, I know why they had the cloak, but it was funny to have him walking around that way because they were yeah. hiding that he was mostly already in the costume. Actually, right. I kind of like when he came out like that. I was like, he looks like King Edamon, and then he, he was. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> Although I will, I will say this. I, I, I will say this. With how good the Edamon costume was, I was kind of disappointed by the King Edamon costume. I mean, obviously, it's only there for a minute, so it was kind of cheaper. But it really, like, mm-hmm. like the Edamon costume was so good that when he's evolving. You know, and you see the crown, and it's, you know, because it's dark and you can't really see him. And mm. it rises up, and it's just like the foil outfit. Yeah. And then they ha- just I, I, lo- I won't say I like everything about the stage play, but it's just so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone doesn't like try, they should stay away from the stage play. Because yeah. it it's exactly what people claim to not like with Try is that it's just them standing around talking. We don't know, we don't really know what's happening. That's what the stage plays, and it's not going to answer those questions because this, this this stage play has less of a story. Yes, there's not really a story. No, for well, the stage play the, the story it's even more. I mean, we've said it a few times in the past, but even more so for the stage play. The stage play is the kids growing up. Yeah. And this time, even Yamato gets a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I like that, you know, try and the, the try series and the stage play take different approaches to portraying yes. how they, how mm. they, um, they grow up. Like try just kind of tackles the big question of, let's ask the question, what does it mean to be chosen? And let's portray a bunch of different um, examples of how being a chosen complicates maturity. Like that's well, what try does. Well, see, the, and then the stage I think... play just sort of has them all with their own specific experiences dwelling on them and struggling to, take those and move forward. See, I, I see, I saw it somewhat differently is I see Chai sort of as they're growing up, they know they're growing up and they're trying to figure out what that means. And the stage play is almost an inversion where they almost sort of go, they'd rather just be little and happy again. Mm. Minus, minus the one we got to talk about it, which is Joe. Joe's moving forward. He's happy. He's exactly what he isn't in most of Try. He's not. He's not worrying. And then at the end, they take it all away. And it is the only, like, the main moment in the show where the audience completely loses it. Yeah. Like the mm. like like the audience. It's, amaz- for... it's amazing how different Joe's disposition is based on what kind of grades he's yes. pulling. Like like the audience for stage plays in Japan generally, they try to be as quiet and polite as they can. Like there are mm-hmm. obviously the moments where they will laugh, yeah, the moments where, but there is one the moments when Edamon's riling yes. them up. Though yes, there's one moment at the end though where they completely lost their shit, yeah. which is <laughs> which is Joe realizes that his grade from the very beginning didn't happen. And he's demanding it back, and Koshiro says something to him, and Joe mm-hmm. just very lightly goes, "Don't say that so easily," or whatever he's yeah. like. He's just really upset, and he says it really low with his voice cracking and the audience just loses it. Wasn't mm. there a moment midway in there where Joe's talking to Koshiro and is like, hey, I mean, would you be this excited if you got, I mean, I'm so excited I got a B. Would yeah. you be this excited? And Koshiro's like, not really. Yeah. And... <laughs> the... <laughs> the problem is, is there's so many moments that are good it's just trying to figure out what to talk about that isn't just, so Edamon did a fun thing. Oh, uh, so the Edamon 5. That was something to be introduced that worked well, and I'm glad they didn't use it a lot, though. Yeah, that worked like, like, like just he, enough. Like, like, he basically says that, like, he was just so alone in wherever he was that other Edamons just appeared to keep him company. Mm-hmm. And they did their, they did their Jackson 5 ripoff song. It's the second time Digimon products has come up with a Jackson 5 ripoff song. Yes. I love them so much. But I want to say that ripoff song also seeged into like two other songs. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. The, well, okay. yeah, because they, they, they got that jazz number. Yeah. Now, the, turn into a jazz number. But yeah, it starts out with a Jackson 5 yeah. ripoff song, now, which the, made me, like, I was thinking it all along, it's like, this does kind of feel like Natsue no Tobira, so this, yeah. this is appropriate. Now, the other weird thing is, is they had names. They don't say them in the stage play. Like, it's, um... It was like, uh... Edamon Ocean Blue. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Red Volcano. I don't remember who the... I don't remember what yeah. the, the... Let's see. Pink and... Yeah, they all had... I remember... Oh, Pink and Green. I want to say it was yeah, like... I, fo- I want to say it was like... I want to say it was like Forest Green and like mm-hmm. Sparkling Pink or something. Yeah. But, like, they don't do much, but they really did work for, like, they're in, like, what, two scenes? Yeah. 
they worked well, and then they didn't use them again. Yeah. But we there are photos of them at practice where they're all practicing the dance. Mm-hmm. They're not in costume, but they have the feet on. Oh, makes sense. Yes. So, what do you guys think of the puppets overall? I I really like the puppets. I enjoyed how they seemed to be trying to replicate the what what they would look like in real life. But yeah. when I covered it with Jay, Jay said, "Oh, but they're also like." They're all different. Like they all look different. They all look like the different materials. I'm like, yeah, well, they, that's mm-hmm. because they are. Yeah, they that... would be Palmon and Gomamon are right. different. Yes. Obviously, Palmon is a plant. Yeah, Palmon's a plant. Agumon, you know, his skin is going to be different than like Patamon or Gomamon's now, skin or yeah. Gomamon's skin. Gomamon is fluffy. The and one, the, now the one thing that seemed to tear people up the most was figuring out the people on stage in the gray outfits. I gotta say I loved it because it felt like they were extensions of them. And that's usually how they play. No, I've seen... I, I know, but it worked... I've... See, for me, it, like a lot of people just seem to not be able to get past it. I thought it worked really well, especially when you see them acting. Yeah, I've seen Aven- and they had I've seen, yeah, I've seen Avenue Q on stage twice. This is how they do it as well. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was just about to reference Avenue Q. It's, I, it's the mm-hmm. same way that the, the actors and the puppets same, actually yeah. have the emotions. I, I think yeah. that I Avenue, th- Avenue Q, incidentally, is another one where you don't notice the different ensemble. Yeah, characters playing different people. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I mentioned on the forum a few times. Was it's like Avenue Q, or when you're when you're at an event and you see whoever be- being Kermit the Frog, where they're not hiding, you're not sitting there talking to him. You're talking to Kermit. Yeah. And that's something that they have all they point out. When they go to an event, a live event with the Muppets, with the official people, you can't mm-hmm. necessarily hide the person playing Kermit or Miss Piggy or Rolf. They're standing there with yeah. the puppets. They point out there's never a kid who talks to them. Mm-hmm. The kid goes right up and starts talking to Kermit or Miss Piggy. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. it's not that much of an issue. I just like here how they really do do it as an extension of the actors. Yeah. And and that's sort of and that's sort of a a mind thing is when you see the facial expressions on the act on the puppeteers. It really does sort apply of to the transpose yeah. that onto the puppets. Yeah, that really was fantastic. To like me. when Patamon is when Patamon's actor is really smiling and stuff, you get the yes. impression that Patamon's smiling. Too. Or wh- I I still think like his energy when he's jumping and twirling on stage and oh, everything. Oh yeah, that was great. It was fantastic. He was really into it. The only puppet like the only I feel like all the puppets work. I feel like in still shots, there's only one of them that really didn't, and I would say it was Gabumon. Yeah, I with the still shots especially. Yeah. I agree with that. L- like him wa- like him walking around or doing stuff on stage was fine, but when he's just standing there or they're opening and closing the mouth and moving his head, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the one where mostly it didn't work. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. Although oddly, the one like the ones where they did the least amount with like Piomon, Tailmon or Palmon Worked really well despite that, like when you have Piomon flying around. Yeah, mm-hmm. Piomon was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was basic. It just Tailmon's the one that seemed like it really worked. Like they do, oh, yeah. like like they do her flying kicks, mm-hmm. and and then they have um, Edamon grab her. Mm-hmm. 
and you have the actors miming trying to get away that kind of stuff just worked really well for me yeah mm, there's a great there's a great moment in the campfire scene where joe like says you know he talked about how many digimon they had to watch die and in the background you see tailmon just get a little flustered by that and look at Hik- and give this look to hikari it's really yeah. good yeah eh. everything was just done really well and i'm just I really do hope we get to see another one. And even the cast points out at the curtain call, they all kind of would like to do it again. Yeah, and it sure. was really, like, it, it was also really surprising. Like, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be, like, you know, quite average. But I feel like this is probably the best thing tri-related that we've seen. I really, I just found it so fun, and everything was just pretty spot on. I just, I think it's one of the probably, yeah, it's probably one of the best things that, has come out of try. I think I'd mm-hmm. probably put it in the middle for try for me. It, but in general, I've liked try, so it's not. I mean, I'd, I'd, a, I'd, I'd say I'd give this like an eight. I think I'd put try. I think I'd put the stage play on top as far as a standalone product as a full composition. I think I prefer the movies, but as on its own, I think the stage play works really well. well that said, the stage. Play does take so many things from Try yeah. as it is, so it's yeah. whether or not it's even a standalone, you can sort yeah. of question, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, stage play part two with Vam Damon as the villain. Yes. Like, see, I'm trying can to. Can see Belial Vam Damon this time? Though? See, I almost wonder if you, ha- if, if you were to do a sequel, if you almost have to do Edamon again. Like, like what I mean, but I mean, those like he was integrated into it so much, like his mood. I'm trying to think, like, what else would you do to replace him? You could uh, replicate our Kennymon, <laughs> and it would be Orino Graffiti still, though. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it'd be, I feel like it'd be a good Mummymon. Oh, he'd be a great yeah. Mummymon. Uh, oh, and the thing we do have to mention is, is any original music was by him. Oh, that's cool. Yes. He's credited as doing it. So, like, I assume that's, like, the um, the Edamon 5 songs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's credited as having done the original music. And I cannot imagine how hot that costume is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else we have to talk about with the stage play. Everyone oh, go watch it if you haven't yes, yet. Yes, if you haven't, go watch it. The recording oh, was the recording was the last show with the eighteen minute curtain call. Yeah, the five different. Uh, yeah, and four we're, or five different yeah. uh, encores. We're, well, they even well even um, Gaku Matsumoto's Taichi's actually points out they were clapping so much they kept feeling obligated to come back out. Yeah, like we ran mm. out of stuff to do two encores ago. Yeah, I, I think it was like the it was the last one where he goes. He was like, we kept coming back out because. You know, the clapping. This will be the last one. And they're all kind of backing up slowly at one point to, like, try to show they're serious. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else to say? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty done. Uh, like I said, I already wrote a post about yeah. this. Like, you know, yeah, season, I already so. did a, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, 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 we'll, podcast about we'll, it. We'll, we, we'll see. That's the silly we've thing. we expressed our thoughts on the stage play. This yeah. is the first time we're doing it together. Yes, that is the yeah. hilarious thing is because is when the DVD came out, I did. Um, once the fans up came out, AR did, and then 
three weeks ago, I want to say, is when your podcast came out about it, May? Um, a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of the start of the year. Yeah. yeah. All of us have have said more about it, and I mean, obviously, we're going to do some questions now before the show's over, so you guys might have questions about that. Um, first, though, there were two questions that were sent last night, which we'll go over while you guys think of questions. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, it's like because because it's been so long, I was actually more excited to talk about the tri dub since that just happened a couple yeah. of days ago. Yes. So it's like, oh yeah, stage play too. Um, uh, see, I was no, really it's, it's a great, see, it's a great play. I, I was really excited to talk about the stage play because I really didn't want it to be a joke that we kept saying we were going to do it because it really was something really fun to talk about mm-hmm. and it almost was bordering on a joke that we're going to do the stage play next time wink wink yeah it's just yeah like like I said, my saturdays just got eaten up yeah. in late december early january yeah. and then with yeah. may's move it's just stuff happens yeah but, yeah yeah the, the move's been pretty big and yeah 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 so we got to talk about that so you guys think of questions and we'll do the two that I was sent. So the first one was, what do we think they will do about Tailmon's evolutions in Tri-Part 6? Um, if you want the serious answer from me, I expect Holy Jermon. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, we already knew from the CSA Digivices and the cars that that's her evolution, yeah. and this one was just see, really see, see, like a corruption. See, for me, it has nothing to do with those, because Bandai does what they want on their own anyways. It's just a matter of They've used Ofanimon fall down mode. I just don't see them using Ofanimon because they can already use her with Frontier or with random tie-in stuff. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. ma- it just makes more sense. It makes more sense for them to either use Holy Dramon or to not use anything. Yeah, I would I would say Holy Dramon, but I would say that's not one hundred percent. But I'm I'm expecting Holy Dramon. I yes. wouldn't call that a guarantee. I really don't do hope she gets something. No, see, like, I'll be disappointed mm, if she doesn't get anything. See, I think the real expectation is here's what will happen: Ordinamon will split, and it will be normal Ofanimon. She'll go back to Tailmon, and then she'll evolve to Holyjermon. Like we will see normal Ofanimon for hmm. ten seconds, and then That's enough ev- to get people worked up. Yes, um, <laughs> I mean I don't think there's more to say on that one. My, my, I, I feel like it's Holy German, realistically. Mm. Um, yeah. The the other question was specifically for me. Do I ever skip posting any news? And the answer is yes. There's often, I mean, obviously we only I only do English and Japanese news, and there is stuff I skip for various reasons. Either don't know if it's real, because I I don't post stuff that I can't be reasonably sure about. Um. Like there's been vi- like there's been vague leaks at this point that it's Holy German, but there's been things being said since before Part One came out. Um, are they are they? Is there any credibility to no. the leaks? Or are they just no? It's just BSing. No, it's it's random comments of. I no. saw, I saw that there okay. was going to be a Holy German keychain, and it's like oh, okay. they, they they've done spoiler keychains for every single thing, so someone saying it. Without mm-hmm. without like a product sheet list, even if it's blanked out, mm-hmm. doesn't mean yeah. anything to me minus rumor. Yeah, because like it's the, the the Maki charm that came out before part four that was legit. Yes, but what I mean is, is we had a picture and we had 
at one point we had a silhouette that was telling us that this was going to be a spoilery keychain, then we saw the photo. Mm-hmm. We need I, I need something more than just someone going, there's going to be a keychain, and it's going to cost this much. I need actual information. Um, and there's occasionally news that doesn't get posted because it just doesn't make sense to, like um, when Tripart 5 came out. Bunch of news, I post that Tripart 5 is in Japanese theaters, we'll have it in a few hours, and then I see one theater is making their own Tripart 5 drink. There's no, <laughs> at that point, there's no reason to post it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like peach soda mixed with something else pink. And then I they want get... to recreate that now. Yeah, I, I, I'll find you the the thing. But yeah, it was like one theater doing it. It wasn't like an event. It was just, you know, like a part five drink. At that point, I've already made the post for part five. It's 3 a.m. the night before. There's no point to posting it. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it was past the time of it being relevant. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see. We have some questions from the chat now. Okay. How successful is Try narrative wise and commercially? Commercially, it's doing its job. Try's job commercially, more than anything else, is to sell Digimon crap. And it's doing that job very, very well. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it seems even, like even it's been just, doing. And it's very easy to tell because they keep. Like, when Try Part 1 came out, we had a handful of stuff. Then when Tri Part Two came out, we had to hold it with two hands. Then when well, Tri, Ma, huh? You have you have me to thank for that. Like I yeah. think I'm single-handedly funding Tri. <laughs> then the, the stage play that was because of me. Yeah. Then when Tri Part Three came out, we had to hold stuff in a bag. By the time Tri Part Five came out, we had to rent a truck for all the stuff. Like when around when Tri Part Five was coming out, stuff was just being thrown out at us at like there's like two or three events at the same time. Like it's just in, it was in kind of insane towards the end. Got a con in two weeks. I'll uh, see yeah. what I find there. Um, That's why I need an apartment. Yeah. And I I feel like yeah. Try is also a very good example of why Toei does not often spend a lot of money because people are like well I don't a lot of people are going I don't understand why it's not bigger budget or so forth. They seem perfectly happy making less than a million theatrically each one. It, they're they're small low budget things, and then when they mm-hmm. do a big budget thing like the new uh, Mazinger Z Impact big 50th anniversary film, it looks amazing. They had to have spent a ton of money on it, and it made like total like two million. Yeah, like that that's the example why they do smaller stuff in general. It's it's Fathom event will do less than what Lost did. Yes. Well, I, I'm I'm talking about see, I'm see I'm not even talking about the Fathom event. I'm talking about um. <laughs> oh, I, I know. In Japan. I know. I'm just but yeah, saying. like the Mazinger, the Mazinger I Z. I found it funny that there was a Fathom event for it. I I really feel like that is a case of. Viz was told that if they wanted to license it, they oh, had to they had them. to get it in theaters. <laughs> so they're getting it in theaters really quickly, subtitled. It's like noon on a Sunday and 7 p.m. on a Monday, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Try is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing, and the fact that they're they even... Seem, it, the fact that it keeps getting extended and 
theaters, like, part five went a lot longer than I expected it yeah. to. Well, I, I'm kind of shocked, even for the tail end, that they're going for Golden Week at all. Yeah. That's like, true. like, that does seem kind of like a bad idea to me. Because there's just so much stuff opening Golden Week. I mean, th- I mean, that's where you have Avengers opening early in Japan so that it's there for Golden Week. And as for narrative-wise, I think it's going relatively well, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's going absolutely very well. Um, with the... One... Just the fact that they're keeping with the, the structure and taking that big question of uh, how do you go from being a chosen child to a functional adult and just presenting all these different possibilities and and possible different stories going on here and just just exploring the different details with that I think is a really cool narrative concept. <laughs> See, now I'm just sitting there thinking, functional adult, Mimi's story ends with her in a cheerleader outfit dancing. For some reason that's just funny. She's doing her thing. Uh, but going along with this, I did want to bring this up. As a, uh, last week, um, last week um, uh, Rihanna09 posted this really great breakdown of how of um, the Kisho Tenketsu structure yeah. that Tri uses. And, you know, we've talked about how, how Tri, you know, at the beginning yes. they've been very open that they're using this structure. Yeah, they, and I think they... a lot of people might have just said, okay, that just means it's a four-act play, it's just a four-act story instead of a three- or a five-act yeah. story. It didn't quite explore, know the difference. Yeah. This article that she posted really breaks down what the difference is, and you can, just reading it, you can see how it applies to Tri. Yes. Especially... And especially, especially when it comes to like movies one and five. Well, especially you know, the first movie just sort of presenting the world yes. as it is without really having a whole lot of developments to it, and then building on that, and then having other buildups and twists, other buildups and twists. Well, especially and just kind of bringing it around and I, not necessarily having a smooth flow through the plot. I but feel just sort um, of have, introducing all of these different points to come together towards the end. I think I saw a similar post about that on Tumblr. I think it was when I think chapter, either chapter three or chapter four came out about the same structure, and it, it mm-hmm. was interesting to read then. So well, it's, a lot, a yeah, lot. It's, it's a... It really started to come up a lot when part three was ending because that's when you could really see how that structure was being, um, how its foundation was working, because that's when you mm-hmm. start to get some of the focus that you start to get at one point in that structure. Yeah. But, you know, reading this post, like, it sort of covers a lot of different things. Like, you can see where Mako's story and Daigo's story and Maki's story get integrated in with everything else and why there's so much emphasis on those um, in a story that, you know, you think is about the main eight. Like, they're just additional elements thrown in there that are just part of the formula. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, I think narratively, I think it is. I don't think this is a case of anything happening. I think it is a case of they're telling the exact story they planned to from the beginning. And you can tell them that this is a very well structured yeah. and composed series of of movies. Like the individual, you know, direction and choices as far as how they're executing that. That you know that you can we can there, there's there's but, arguments to be made that, either is, way. Yeah, but. The, you cannot argue that this is a really well structured yes. um, series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. 
So, okay, next. Do we think the writers of the Part 4 dub already knew something about Parts 5 or 6 when they were writing Jedi? No. I, I, th- I think they just saw the explanation of him kind of screwing about and just went, let's just say it's Dark Jedi, just make it easier. I don't believe that's based mm-hmm. on anything. Yeah, because there's nothing in Part 5 that suggests anything. No. Like, he's barely in Part 5. Yeah. So, and it's unlikely that they know anything about Part 6. And, yeah, obviously Toei cleared it, but Toei clears a lot of things that are wrong. Yeah, they're not really that bothered. Like, they do stuff on their own that doesn't really match up. They, Yeah. I mean, they still keep referring to the, the, like, on their American website, they still refer to Digimon Fusion Battles. Oh. Wow. I mean, I mean that does exist in the the Asian English market, but that doesn't exist for the rest of the world, and they're still calling it that huh. on their American website. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, even if even if it ends up being wrong, the fact that they're just calling him Jedi, yes. I think, is a positive change. Yeah, it it helps just to have something to call him outside of generically going Jedi, and then inherently we we have to go. Well, no, he's the mysterious man. He just looks like we don't know it. Because even the even mm-hmm. even the fucking relationship chart doesn't clarify shit for it. Yeah, it like li- if you're it, if you're going through this if you're going through this dub, he's just Jedi right now. Yeah, like, and like that's, it's it's a nice thing that you like. Let's just he's Jedi until we hear otherwise. Let's move on. Yeah, like the tri relationship chart. Literally, it shows a picture of him. In, like, in the top left with uh, Yggdrasil, it says Mysterious Man. And then there's a line that goes and connects to Jedi, who's a silhouette, and then same person, question mark? <laughs> it literally makes not only no attempt to explain anything, it doesn't even tell us anything useful. Mm-hmm. It literally just puts a... Like, they don't even show a picture of Jedi, it's just a silhouette. With... Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that is the best way to explain it in the Japanese version where the English version explains it. It's just same yeah. person question mark? Yeah. yeah. And then we can say Jeff Nimoy is playing Jedi too. It's yes. Like, it's really easy. I really look forward to seeing him playing up, down, upside down, bleeding from the eyes Jedi. Oh yeah. That will be lovely. Yes, that will be quite fun. Um, and then someone asked, will we be discussing Trot like we did for the stage play after part 6? The answer is yes. Uh, what was the question? Uh, w- will we be discussing after? Will we be discussing part oh, six like oh. we did the stage play after? The answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, it it realistically will not we... be. It will not be that day. Mm-hmm. It will realistically be as soon as we can do it. And, hopefully, hopefully the next day. And I just noticed. That I never turned on May's chunk of the overlay, so let me go ahead and do that now. She she popped yeah. up, she popped on when we were doing part four, and I sort of got, I was like, oh, May's here, and then I looked back up and wasn't looking at the overlay thing, and I'm now staring yeah, at it. I am. Oh, there you are. Yes, there she Welcome is. Yeah, the show. I am. Yay! <laughs> it did not occur to me that May's thing was not there until I was sitting. I'm sitting there staring at it, going. And I'm like, wait a second, what's that black spot? Oh, <laughs> May's not there. But yes, we will be discussing part six. 
as soon as we realistically can. Uh, realistically, yeah. we... <laughs> I don't know. We, if don't we'll... don't wanna, we'll, we don't want to let it pile up too much because a week no. after part six in Japan, we get part five in America. Yes, and I really don't want to be discussing both of those at once. And yeah, and I've got a convention. I think a week after that. Yeah, so yeah. It, I have mean, a lot of yeah. My schedule, my May schedule, is going to be a disaster. Yes, it will. I'm dreading um, it already. Let's see. So we'll we'll give them a minute to think any more questions they want, and then I think we will call it. Uh, any while we're waiting, any last minute stuff on the part four dub or the stage play? I just want to see it so badly. I want it to come out now, so I can see it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Someone asked. I mean, the show was pointing this out. Jedi is not a chosen child. He's just a no. digital life form. Who worked for homeostasis? homeostasis. Yeah. yeah, he's he's just a benign isn't quite the right word, but I guess I would say he's just a benign digital life form. He's a digital human person thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. He says he says on the show he's yeah. neither a yes. human nor Digimon. Yeah, yeah. I I would call him a digital human thing, basically. Yeah. Looks like that is about it. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. I'm very glad we got to talk about the stage play finally, because I really did want to talk about it. There, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I felt like, realistically, we could have talked about Edamon alone for an hour if we wanted to. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for being so late. It happens. You were here for the important stuff, which was the important thing. Yeah. yeah. Because, realistically, I had not decided what we were going to do if you weren't there. Because I almost wondered if we should have just done it at that point. Mm-hmm. But I honestly wasn't sure. Um, well, thank you for waiting. Yeah, I'm very glad. And it was really no, great. The, the timing ended up working out yeah. really well. Because you, you came in at the part of part four where having somebody else, you know, to be able to wonder, ask uh, what yes. how certain yeah. stuff was handled is really yes. yeah. useful. Because I wouldn't be able to participate yes. in the discussion of uh, part four much yes. because obviously I've only seen yeah. the Japanese mm-hmm. version and but, not the but, uh, dub. But remember, everyone, go to go to the site and listen to the trailer for part four so you can hear Hackmon, because yeah, holy definitely. shit, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like like we said, we said this before you showed up. We both think this is the best dub they've done so far, yeah. and that's in my opinion, it does light. it does smooth over a few of the issues that part four has. Yes, not all of them, but a few. Yes, and I, I'm looking forward to, forward to the Blu-ray. AR is looking forward to the Blu-ray. May is looking forward to the Blu-ray in this is 2025. Want, so, this May, is so the one where I actually want the lithograph. So, so realistically, what May is looking forward to is using a VPN to get the digital copy code from someone. Well, I didn't need a VPN. I just was given the um both like the first time I was just given the code and I could oh, download. It just code. worked. Yeah, it just worked. I went to the website and put in the code, and then see, the second time, um, I was just sent, someone sent me their download. See, I thought you were using a VPN to redeem no. the code. It just worked. No, yeah, it just worked. I was given the okay. code. Went that... to the website. It, it spat out the download okay. at me. That that that, that, ma- that makes VPN it really easy. that makes it really yeah. easy then. Um, it was also fully like fully legitimate, which is good because I didn't want to do anything like yeah. shady to get it like. Because there, there were torrents of it, but I didn't want to get it an illegitimate way. If that makes sense. Well, right. no, I. Oh, no, well, right. the other Absolutely. thing is, is they make like they've made it so easy to get. Like they're not locking it behind a service no one uses. 
they're literally just giving out DRM free copies. I mean, if yes. you if if you don't like the closed captions, you can change the closed captions because they're using mm. normal files that mm-hmm. I'm that for some reason I keep deciding I have to screen cap even when they're 160p. Yeah. It's a very convenient service, and we should give them money. Yeah, I mean it's it's fantastic you're doing it that way. Um, subscribe to all subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, check us all out on Twitter. And uh, I'll be uh, I'll be at Anime Milwaukee in two weeks for one day on Saturday. I'm not running a panel or anything, but if you happen to be going, stop by or just say hi to me. And May can be found at Lost in Translation Mon. How how are I see it? It's just that. Yeah, I forgot. How are mm-hmm. you? How are you doing on your journey to make to try to make all the drinks and food junk? Or did you um, give I that up for a while? Um, I, I I do want to make more. Um. I, I guess I guess things are hard at the moment because I just moved out. Yeah. I had to buy a desk and buy like a bunch of like furniture and stuff and obviously like extra stuff for the kitchen. But uh, when, when I have extra money, I'll probably be trying to recreate some more things yeah. and probably trying to not poison my flatmate. Good luck with that. <laughs> and, um, you know, join my Patreon. I know uh, May has a Patreon, AR has a coffee. Um, Mm-hmm. Where we all hang out in the With the Will Discord, where you can chat with us and see us argue about the similar things we argue about on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got my uh, my website where I do have uh, thoughts on not only every episode, but especially the the stage play and the dub. Yes, those are up now. I think and... that's all I've got for a little while. Yeah. So um, there I think will... I can take a break. I think I can take a break now, unless uh, Dubbed Atmon starts airing. Yes. Suddenly. Um, there will not Which be, could happen for there, all we know. <laughs> there will definitely not be an episode in two weeks. The next one will probably be three weeks to a month. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Yes, it, I, I mean, we, we've said it before in AR, just allude to it. It feels like any given moment, Atmon could just be announced and start the next day for all we know. Mm-hmm. Just a, yeah, and I'm hoping for that. I can't wait. Yeah. But May, May, you keep forgetting... You're in Australia, so it will be a few years behind. Uh, uh, it's good. That's going to be so annoying if we don't get it. Like, like hopefully it's on, like, if it's on Crunchyroll, that would be fantastic. I doubt it. They're no, it, on no. TV because it's, it's for kids. I'm not, see, I'm, there, there's like a hundred different conversations we can have about that. I don't know, though. We've, I think we've had a couple of them already. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's... I mean, we just know we just know it's in limbo right now. Yes, it is in a weird limbo where we can almost guess ninety percent of it, but almost every guess could end up being wrong. Also, because we're using information that is certainly real, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll catch you guys all next time. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.